As we approach the end of April, it is the fourth week of the podcast that has come out of nowhere. This is Say What with Mike and MJ. This is Mike along with MJ. How are you doing this week? I'm good. A little tired, but good. Tired? Oh, I don't think that's an uh, uncommon thing to hear. I mean, I'm sure it has a lot to do with you having um, gone back. Well, you've been at work like we spoke about last week, but now you're kind of officially, quote unquote, back to work. Yes, I'm working full time, looking at customers in their face. They're looking at me and I can't sit in the back and just be on my phone and pretend to work now. I actually have to work. So my body's like sore. (laughs) You got to get used to, uh, you know, being back face to face. And and like I said on last week's show, that's something I haven't been used to in in about a month. And I'm sure it's the same for you. How's it been? you know, slowly interfacing with folks and, you know, what is it you guys are doing at your place to kind of keep that social distancing intact? Um, we're definitely locking the door. So we're vetting everyone before they come into the store just to make sure that what they want or need is actually something we can handle in store. Um, that way we're not just getting people that have nothing better to do and decided to waltz around the Sprint store. No. Are you here to buy something? To get your ass out. Um, you know, all of the employees are wearing, are wearing a uh, mask, gloves. I, because am the manager, have to be the one to go outside and talk to the customers and vet them. So I'm the one at risk. But it's been very busy, surprisingly. Uh, people are ready to get out the, the house, buy something with their little stimulus money, or even save money. And everything's been, I would say, mm, 90% of the customers, no, no, that's too high. 80% of the customers are abiding by the CDC guidelines, six feet, you know, nice. back up. Some have to be reminded, like, excuse me, ma'am, sir, please step behind the blue line right over there. <laughs> Do you say it with Literally. a little twang in your voice like that? No. I'm like, <laughs> ma'am, hi, can I get you to step behind the blue line and sit in that chair behind the blue line? Literally, there's a inch thick blue line tape on black carpet can't miss it step behind the blue line you know sometimes they'll lean on the counter be like really close to the reps and they're like uh and i know they're uncomfortable so i'll just step in and just kind of state it to them not really give them a choice just hey let me get you to stand right there or even when they come in i'm like someone so is going to take you at that counter you can sit at that chair behind the blue line and everybody knows you know the majority they know understand they send it at Kroger boom some people don't read some people just don't care and then one customer I honestly just had to say like I'm not helping you you're not really? abiding by the you know safety procedures put in place then you can't come to the store and they're like I don't got time for it okay well have a nice day goodbye walked in <laughs> locked the door he said a couple customers sent me that's cool I don't care but guess what it's my store I make the rules. I'm the captain. So it's been going good. If we could keep this up forever, I would love it. I'm I not mean, who knows? It. You very well could get your wish at this point. I don't know. Not, not, I got an email. We're not going to keep it forever. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But as we spoke about last week, you know, it could be a while. Social distancing could be a thing for quite a while. And, you know, for those of you just, you know, joining us on the show for the first time, you know, 
I encourage all of you to go back, listen to the past three shows, you know, <laughs> catch up with us and who we are, you know, so you kind of jump into the uh, mix of things a little bit easier. Um, and good news, by the way, right after we published last week's show, I got thumbs up from Apple saying Yay. that this show is now on Apple Podcasts. So if you open up Apple Podcasts or iTunes and you search for our show, Say What with Mike and Say MJ, what? you will find us brand brand uh, brand brandfully what the fuck am i trying to say is that even know. a word i don't know i don't i don't know either but we're on apple Podcasts is what you need to know in addition to spotify where we've been since day one and our radio network of uh anchor.fm so you can find us in a bunch of places get you know get familiar with us if you haven't already so Got a bunch of things to talk about in store on tonight's show. Um, if you've been a regular listener, you know where we're based out of, where we live, um, roughly. And uh, this state has been in the news a lot recently. Um, not for the good things. Not for the good things at all. <laughs> mainly because our um, governor has decided to partially reopen certain industries and places um effective last friday some of it started and then the rest of it um happened this past monday which at this point was yesterday um we're recording this on a tuesday and um you know it was more so barbershops nail shops smaller places like that that started on friday but effective yesterday you know restaurants can do the whole eat-in thing again and it just you know, with provisions, of course, and it's just started to catch a lot of folks' attention because a lot of people are still saying and feeling that it's just a little bit too early still to look at even thinking of reopening much of anything. What say you? Um, I won't be going bowling anytime soon. Like we Me said neither. in the last episode, you know, there's certain things that I'm just not comfortable doing. Uh, grocery store, so I have to go. But everything else, I feel like I'm just going to continue to live my life like how I've been living it for the last 30 days. The only thing I truly miss is going shopping. I'm not going to lie. I miss Ulta, Sephora, TJ Maxx. I'm sure they Burlington. miss your money too. They miss me as well. So it, you know, it sucks not being able to head into one of those stores, you know, do a little shopping. But I understand. Um but until, you know, I feel truly, truly comfortable, I don't see myself, like I said, spending a lot of time. I try to get in and out as much as possible. A lot of online shopping. Oh, my God. And, and that's one thing, too. I mean, people, as much as everyone's saying, and, you know, if you agree with it or not, that it's time to maybe start reopening bits and pieces of the economy, it's not mandated that you have to go outside and partake in these things. You can still have the freedom to use your brain and not go out if you don't want to. So, yep. you know, just like you said, you know, you're living your life as you have been. I, I intend on doing very much the same. If I don't have to go out for anything crazy, you know, not work related, I don't really plan on it. You know, mm -hmm. the, the biggest thing, maybe, you know, I, I probably need a haircut coming soon. It's starting to get a little, <laughs> antsy around my ears but my barbershop's not even planning on opening anytime soon so i'm, I'm kind of uh, up the creek on that but i'm not to that just yeah, yeah i'm not, not i'm not well. pressed about it i'm not yeah. going to hey let me find another barbershop that's open and go there i can wait the hair can grow out a little bit i'm not it's you know it's not the end of the world so people still need to keep that part of it in mind and just use 
as much as I don't think anyone has any anymore. Well, some <laughs> people don't have any anymore, but people need to use their common sense yep. and, um, you know, just live your life as you want to. No one's telling you what to do. It's just, you know, recommendations from everybody. That's all. But, you know, like we've spoken about right before we um, hit record, certain places are starting to reopen soon, namely one of your favorite places yes how do you uh i I know you're you're paying very close attention to the starbucks app and looking at locations that are either open or opening again soon and um i want to you know give a couple of minutes to you to talk about your life without starbucks in the normal way and how it's affected you so the starbucks near my home was two miles away could just drive up every day pretty much drink starbucks every day But then they decided to close all the Starbucks around me. And I was like, what the hell? So if I really, 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 really wanted Starbucks, I either had to drive 25 minutes to the next city. Or there was another one that was about like 15 minutes away. But they didn't have a drive-thru. I would have to like walk up to the door. Which one is that? The one in um, Peachtree City by the Avenues. Oh, I didn't know they didn't have a drive-thru. Yeah, they don't have a drive-thru, so you just huh. have to wait. And then as soon as you open the door, it's like, bam, table. And you just grab your drink. Interesting. So, but shout out to Dunkin' Donuts because they've been coming through. And I know they know that they had to make up for a lot of Starbucks being closed. And, but they were like, we're going to bank on this money. And their coffee was good. I'm not going to lie. Not as good. Not but, up to your standards it, it you know it cured the fix you know it got it, the job done it got the job done and the people were very friendly like believe it or not they were very sweet so i'm gonna write them a review because they were very nice <laughs> but now that my starbucks is open you know i was going grocery shopping and i saw the lights and i was like oh my god are they opening back up like is this is it is it true could this be and the next morning which is today Woke up, checked my app because it tells you what stores are open. And I saw the one by my house. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And I placed my order. And I'll be getting my money for now on. Unless the one by my job opens up. And then, you know. Well, Didn't you say that one was opening fairly soon? They said May 6th. Okay. Why do I know that? Because I saw one of the now. guys that works at the one by my job at another Starbucks. He was like, Julia, and I was like, what up? You know, I was like, when are y'all opening up? He's like, oh, May 6th. I was like, cool. Say no more. That date is circled in red ink on your calendar. I have a reminder. Yes, because who uses a calendar anymore these days? (laughs) Yep. You're not a 40-year-old lady. But there was one thing that you mentioned in there that I wanted to talk about really quickly. It's something that really... Until until I met you, I didn't really know anyone that did it to the level that you do. But that okay, it's is not that extreme. No, no, I, and I'm not saying it's extreme. I'm just saying no one that I've ever come across has done it how you do. But that is leaving reviews for places online. It's a it's a thing of yours. It's a signature of yours. How did that start? Like, where did that come from? And 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 just please please elaborate a little bit. I can't say exactly where it came from, but I think it all started with Quick Trip. Okay. And I used to work for Quick Trip back when I was in college. 
And during the whole training process, and even when you're working, they put a strong emphasis on customer service. This is how you treat the customer. Not necessarily like the customer is always right, but let's make things right for the customer and provide them a great experience. Because if you do, then they'll always come back to your location or, you know, the company. And they even like tied money to it. So if you got a perfect shop, you got an extra $50 and your name was thrown in the bucket to win a trip to Hawaii, which one of my um, old best friends won the trip to Hawaii. So, you know, there was a lot of motivation behind it. So because of that being instilled in me, once I would visit other quick trips, if they weren't up to par, I'd be like, oh, hell no. I know that you guys are only supposed to have three customers per one register. You're at four. There should be somebody walking up to the register now so I don't have to wait, you know, or these are some tips. If you go to a quick trip and the sweet tea is out or it's old or you have any issues like that, and you let somebody know like, hey, there's no more sweet tea, they will actually give you your drink for free because you had to wait as an inconvenience. Yes, that is a quick trip policy. I don't know how they do it with the kitchen. They said that if somebody has to wait more than 10 minutes for their pizza, their pizza is free. Um, You know, just little things like that with coffee because you always have to have it ready because, you know, you want to make this a quick trip so if they had to wait you give them something for free as an inconvenience so there was always that level of standard and then once I kind of got into telecommunications I really noticed how customer service helps build your base but how important it is so now when I go out I just expect a certain level of service and I'm not saying like you go above and beyond and you didn't offer me the whole store no but just a kind attitude and a smile because if you hate your job that is your personal problem that ain't got shit to do with me but what you can do is thank you and come again and do your job right and so when you, oh, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But when you don't do your job right and the product that I purchased is fucked up, it look, it's either going to get replaced or I'm going to write a letter to where it gets replaced because at the end of the day, this is my money that I'm spending and I want what I either ordered or what I paid for. And some shit be fucked up. And if I don't tell you that is wrong, then you can't fix it and make yourself better. And even if it's like, you know, when you provide good customer service, I also write good reviews too. So it's not just always the bad. No, it's the good too. Of course. You know, and I have seen you in person (laughs) do both. Um, You know, as someone whose job requires them to be out on the road all the time, um, Quick Trip is one of the places I've, I've kind of made like a destination to stop at. You know, if I'm hungry or if I got to use the restroom, whatever it is. And one thing I can say is that it's definitely, I don't know how far removed it is from when you last worked there, but it's, it's, it's hit or miss depending on the location. Yeah, the standard dropped. Some of them are still fantastic. I can say that, um, you know, where we live, the one on Highway, what is it, Highway 20? That one's fantastic. I oh, walk I think in. That one sucks. Really? 
I think they all suck. No you lie. Know, at least that one, I, I walk in and, and I'm greeted right away. And the cashiers are usually extremely quick to, you know, ring people out. Like they're working like two or three registers at one time. Like it, it's impressive. At least to me, it's impressive yeah. stuff. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it's pretty clean for the most part, you know, so I, I have nothing to say about that one, but there's another one I want to say up in Stockbridge. That's horrible. Trash, dirty, yeah. rude people, slow service, you know, so it's, so it's definitely true. Yeah. There's, um, and like with any company, you have the really good ones and you have the really bad ones, but mm-hmm. kind of like with Chick-fil-A, there's during training, you are told this is the standard and you can't drop from it but the manager has to uphold you to that standard so i don't know maybe because it's been 10 years later they didn't change some things i'm not sure but when something isn't right and you took my money we gonna make it right <laughs> that's it and it's really like um like Starbucks, when they don't make my drink correctly, I go back in there and I'm like, hey, many I'm very, times. Ca- many times, but I'm very nice about it. Hey, a drink is not right. Can you fix it? And that's their commitment. Our commitment to you is, you know, you're going to make my drink correctly. Mm-hmm. And if you have old coffee sitting, why should I be okay with you serving me that? Yeah, when the, when the coffee comes out looking as dark as I am, that's a problem. That's a problem. When you know my drink says extra creamer, that's not extra. <laughs> extra creamer, extra whip. Sugar, extra. It says, so you know it's a sugary drink, but you're going to give me a coffee with a splash of cream. Come on, lady. You, you knew this wasn't right. <laughs> and y'all made y'all coffee six hours ago. You know. You know that I know that coffee's nasty. And I actually had a lady she you know she was sweet but she kind of tried to be a little smart with me like oh our coffee's fresh i'm like really it just has like this strong aftertaste she's like "Mm." and she went over and she like got a little sip of it she's like "Mm." (laughs) i think i'm I'm gonna put some more water in it you know it just it is a little strong oh really how about this she's like do you want something else instead yes i do because you know that coffee's nasty and y'all took my money for that coffee same thing with chick-fil-a I had to do that too. They gave me a lemonade, no sugar. Taste straight yeah, sour. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You? Oh yeah, you were there. And I was like, mm-hmm. sir, there's no sugar in y'all lemonade. And he made the girl taste it. She spit it out. But y'all, y'all just served thirty lemonades. Go throw that shit out. Why is there no quality control? You know, why is there no taste tester? Exactly. Y'all should like. So, I'm a big uh, reviewer. But not like Google review, yep, none of that. I write directly to the company. I mean, you can still do Google reviews though. Those are like a very reliable way to like gauge places. That's reviews for other people. I in mean, my opinion, your that opinions do can anything. help others though. Like leaving I don't care an about Amazon helping review. other people. I care <laughs> about helping the company make themselves better. You're going straight to the source. I'm going straight to the source because me letting you know that Chick-fil-A didn't have no lemonade or had no sugar in their lemonade isn't going to do nothing for me. It doesn't benefit me. Versus me going straight to the manager, letting him know the lemonade got changed. And it got changed quick too. And it got changed quick. Like I, I like the poor girl went into the back and got out and another Dumped tub. it out. Yep. Made some new one. 
so it benefit more people. I don't, I'm not big on leaving Google reviews. I will write your company though, if you do a great job and let them know like, oh, you know, so-and-so was amazing. She was sweet, loved her. Because you'll actually get props from whoever, your supervisor, that somebody wrote a compliment from you about you directly to the company versus leaving a Google review. Because sometimes, you know, people really don't pay attention to Google reviews. True. Like the company-wise. Yeah, the company. Yeah, exactly. So. And I got to hand it to you. I mean, you, you are consistent with it. Like, it's not like you let anything slide. Like, if you find an off drink, uh, you know what? It's not like me. I'll let it slide. I'll deal with it. But you know, you'll, you'll have that issue and, and you'll write to them and try to resolve it. Yes. The only time, well, in the quarantine days, I've been letting things slide a lot because I was like, look, I can't be bitching right now. Times are tough. Yes, I just drove 25 minutes to get to this Starbucks, but the line is wrapped around the building. And I'm pretty sure you guys don't want to be there. So I'll just buy some creamer. But now that it's opened all of them it better be right (laughs) it's going back to the old ways back Mm -hmm. to the pre-quarantine standards exactly and it just boils down to you paid money you should get the product what you paid for absolutely i mean all of us work hard for what we get and you know we expect a certain standard when we go places and especially us in specifics being in customer service you know, our, our standards may be a bit higher than most, but, you know, like, like you said, it's, you get what you give. You give consistently great service at your job, so you expect others to do the same. And, and it's fair. Yeah. Very fair comparison. Now, I don't ever take it as far as to, like, get somebody fired or try to move up the chain and let me speak to your manager and your, like, I had one lady at my job somehow make it to one of the chairman's like she just and she she spent her whole day googling who the whole sprint ceo was and everything else and decided to send off a whole email straight lies was that that customer right before i left the company yes the lady (laughs) yeah and everybody was like oh my god what happened i'm like look i'm not even gonna entertain this here's all the documentation along with the video proof you can she's lying and I'm not going to bend backwards for someone who's lying. Yeah, some people some people just go the extra mile. Some people are extremely OD and will spend an entire better part of a day figuring out who needs to hear what. And what they don't really understand is that the people in these positions, they don't see those emails really for the most part. You know, it kind of goes to a generic catch-all folders, which they have a team of people handling, and then it kind of gets taken care of from there but the fact and no that, one got fired yeah i mean she she went through all of that for nothing literally nothing, nothing from what i remember anyway she still had to pay the same price that was on the sheet because it was correct no one lied to you and i still fucking hate you and you know who you are <laughs> if you're listening uh, you look i remember her name because if i did we'll call her carol baskins Carol Baskin, you a bitch. You ain't got nothing better to do but try to fuck people's life up, and I don't appreciate shit like that. No, that's that's not how you go about doing things. Um, I don't know in what world her mind is, in which you know, and then it's sad too because everyone, 
and, and I think I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. We live in a society of folks that are just super entitled. And I really don't know when it started, but I hate it. Um, and, and us being in customer service, we just, we see it on the regular. All the Karens. All the Karens. Oh, have you heard about uh, that? Don't, don't, we're not going to go down there. We're not going to go down there? Why, why is that? You want to keep your name Karens because for decades, Y'all been calling us Maria's and Guadalupe's and Esperanza so you can shut the fuck up and take Karen. <laughs> and I'm going to keep saying it. Yes, you being a Karen. Just like Becky. What's the other one? I, I, Ashley. Karen's the one I use. Really? Ashley's one of them? That was like more 90s. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right. But I mean, okay. I get where you're coming from, but the other side of it too, um, I saw some women arguing about online is what is, what would be the male equivalent to that name? Like what is the male Karen? And I couldn't think of a name. I would say. Cause I thought that was a very valid question. Like a Tom. Yeah, I can see that Tom. Or Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Arthur works more than Tom. But you don't see a lot of Arthurs these days. No. Karen's, though, you don't really see much of them either. Really, just the basic name, John. I don't know. Every John I met has been pretty cool. John, David. Really neat. I could see a David. Because that has like a bit of a whininess to the name. I just like John because people be like, it has some references to prostitution. Like, oh, and her and her John. <laughs> what does that have to do with Karen? No, I'm just saying John is a popular basic name. Kind of like a generic name. I mean, yeah. You got John Doe, John Smith. Yeah. So look okay. John. <laughs> okay, we'll go with we'll go with John as our pick of the male Karen. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting. Um, I didn't even really think about it from the aspect where you were coming from in terms of that side of things. Yeah, people, oh, oh Karen is such a, shut the fuck up. Because you'd be quick to call me Maria, knowing good and well, my name don't even start with the M, the one I actually use. <laughs> Look, Guadalupe, shut the fuck up before I punch you in your throat. I honestly have not heard that name in a long time. Like I, I just all this ignorant shit yeah and and you know especially the the way things are unfortunately in this country a lot of that tends to creep out more so than it needs yeah. to or should just shut the fuck up take your ass beaten you know i was called horatio at one point call what <laughs> it's an <laughs> easter name h-a-r-e-s-h harish harish yeah, and someone said that. Someone said it to me out of anger, and I started oh, laughing. Which maybe Habibe. Look, Habibe. <laughs> maybe or Muhammad. I could have seen, but Hersh. I'm like, you talking about the chocolate Hershey? They're trying. They're trying to come up with some Indian name because all of the other names oh. you just mentioned, they're more like Middle. I would have been like, look, Gupta. <laughs> Gupta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And and it's funny because all of this. And it doesn't even apply to me at all. At all. Wrong country. 
Not even the same continent, sir. Not even same con- not even same side of the world. Yeah, wrong side. But it's okay. They just look at me, see my big nose, dark skin, slick hair, and they're like, oh, he's one of them. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, he's gonna start dancing and you know, he's gonna start jingling and jingling and jingling. <laughs> There's gonna be a snake that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa now. <laughs> nah, but yeah. The people will be fine. The world <laughs> the world we live in, the times we live in. But <clears throat> making the um switch to something I found on the internet earlier today, which made me look forward to this summer a little bit more than I was yesterday. Don't know if anyone's heard about this. Made me kind of excited. But Arizona, the folks of uh, the famous iced tea and the dollar cans and all of that stuff, they are coming out with a hard iced tea mixed with vodka. That that made me very excited. Um, Because it's not something you see often. You don't see vodka and tea being mixed. But, you know, you think about it and it makes sense. So they haven't really announced much about it. I'm just expecting it to still come in the dollar-sized can. Hopefully it still is a dollar. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I doubt it. But um, they're saying that the uh, average uh, alcoholic volume in these cans is 5%, which is what you'd expect of something from that size. Um, oh, actually, here in the article it does say you can grab the hard iced tea in the giant 473-milliliter cans. Or in smaller six-pack cans of 355 size. That's dope. They should have did like a couple more of their flavors, like the mucho mango, the watermelon one, and maybe like the honor palmer one. I hope so, because that would be cool. Um, it's summer, so you want like fruity drinks. Exactly, and then that makes a ton of, especially the mango. The mango one is fantastic. Um, just in the picture that they have here on the article, it is a green tea that they're showing. I don't know how hard green tea would be. That sounds a little off, but yeah, I, I'm still going to try it. Well, Let's they sell for three forty nine, which is pretty. Oh, there's cheap. a price in here. Yeah. Oh, that's Canadian dollars. So five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I just automatically add a dollar fifty. I, I love your Canadian American conversions. <laughs> So fine. So four ninety nine. Four ninety nine American. Mm-hmm. So you guys know. Oh, it's only available in Canada right now. For now, and it's cool because no. I'm okay with going to Canada if I need to. Oh, can don't you I have got... one of your holes up there? I got family. Shout out up to there. the Canadian hell. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these folks should have seen my face in the camera. I know you just like. <laughs> Shut up. And if New York was listening, I sorry, I am rooting for the New York one. What? You gotta be calling stuff out like that. And the Georgia ones, you didn't you didn't had your chance, you didn't missed out. We could have had something great. No. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. I am an innocent. Would you like me to name them? No, no, okay, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. There's no need for that. And plus, I'm the one that edits the show let anyway. Me know. So I, I can just like put like a bleep out in front of each name. <laughs> but please don't do that because I'm lazy. <laughs> That's more work for me. <laughs> That's more work for me. Don't make me work any more than I have to. Oh, let me shake off a little bit of sweat that I got coming out here. You, you started. Started twitching in my happened. chair. Started panicking at the disco. No, but you know, once they come, 
to the U.S. Hopefully, you can find yourself some. I, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know. Don't drink, even though some days, oh, Lord, I need something. Some days you really feel like you may have to, but you, you still don't, which I respect. But just let me know how it is. I'm just a baby. Like I'm just a, a light, a extreme I mean, lightweight. When you haven't drank in a while, the tolerance does change a lot. So, you know, no one's going to fault you for that. And I just don't like how it makes my head feel. I feel all woozy. And well, I'm like, why do I want to feel like this? Too. Yeah, I don't know what. Why do I want to feel like this? I think that's what I don't like anymore. I'm like. You don't like that feeling? I don't like the feeling. Kind of like when I was smoking uh, the, the earth's herbs, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> When in my uh, early twenties, early twenties, you know, it's it's just like I don't want to feel like this. I hear you, and and there's nothing. I mean, nothing wrong with that at all, you know. But I will let you know if if I can get my hands on it, I will absolutely let you know how it is. On a devil's lettuce. That too. <laughs> well, for you to do it, I'm gonna have to bake it in a brownie. Wow. <laughs> Well, the shots, folks, they are being made tonight. <laughs> this show is definitely not brought to you by Mike's self-esteem at this point. <laughs> there is none. <laughs> Whoa! Another one out of left field, and she takes the shot, and it's good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And I so, know. Hopefully we'll marry you off. <laughs> Somebody will come to me with 20 cows and 10 pigs and a pack of gum. You can <laughs> That's have all it takes? Actually, it takes less. Just give me the pack of gum, guys. He's all yours. Hurry up. Guys? Girls, guys, at this point. Oh, it's 2020. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Do you really think you're that expensive? I, I like, like I said, there's, there's self-esteem, there's ego, and I've got a fair amount of it. Mike, I think we need to take what we can get at this point. Moving on. <laughs> Pack of gum, guys. Any gum. Dollar gum. Juicy fruit. Fatting gum. Juicy fruit. Have Good you ever stuff. bought something that was, like, really expensive and then you regretted it? <laughs> um, yes. I'm not going to say what it is, but yes. You mean your Toyota Corolla that's sitting outside? I don't have a Corolla. <laughs> thank you very much. That's not my Corolla. There's one sitting outside, but it's not mine. <laughs> a Toyota that's in our shooting. <laughs> why would i regret that purchase no i just see you in like a truck i mean i'd like to work my way up to eventually yes still keep the family car though mm. let me guess you're gonna say why what family no you you it's a a motivator Every Look. time you get in, you're like, one day I'll fill these seats up. <laughs> Either with people or dogs or cats. One of those. Folks, I don't know where this is coming from. I am feeling quite attacked. <laughs> Blink Tice for help. Yeah. No, no one else is watching other than you, so it's not going to help. Oh, man. But uh, <clears throat> while, while we were talking on the... Um, pre-show you you sent me a couple of articles and these are some of the most hilarious things i've heard all day i'm gonna let you talk about some of these real quick um the first one i thought the first one was my favorite so we'll start with that one 
Um, this is a list off of BuzzFeed. 17 people who learned things about their partners during the quarantine that they were not ready for. And yes, I know, I can't partake in this. But I'll still, um, you know, give my little bit of uh, feedback on each one as we go through them. So whenever you're ready, Captain. Which one? I, hey, you, you, uh, the one, the 17 people. Oh, so you, you know, know, since a good amount of people were quarantined with their loved ones, you find out shit when you spend a lot of time. Now, now before we begin, can you submit something of your own personal record that, that would match this article? Something that you've learned or come across about your husband? Okay. <clears throat> so... When I get back from work on my way home, I call my husband. I'm like, hey, just got off, headed to headed home. He's like, oh, okay, cool. That gives me like 30 minutes to clean or something. He would make a joke like that. He's like, oh, okay, I got to, you know, start cleaning it up before you get home. And I'm like, hi, hi, hi. Thought it was a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke, people. The house was literally a mess until the very end when he would clean up right before I got home. So at least he puts in the effort. That's because he knows I'm gonna go off. What do you mean you haven't cleaned the house? It's not even clean the house, it's clean up after yourself. So you know, <laughs> now that I'm at the house, you know, I walk into the kitchen and him and Liv have ate, but the plates are still on the table, there's food everywhere, and I'm like, why don't we just put the plates in the sink when we're done and put the food back? But you know, that was I won't say surprising. It was more like, oh, wow, you, this wasn't a joke. You were dead serious when you said, oh, okay, I got, you know, insert this amount of time to clean or, you know, get the house. Get things together. For your welcoming. <laughs> Welcome home. House is clean. Home. Plates are in the sink. Yes. But at least he's honest. I'll give yeah. that to him. So that was surprising. I thought, like I said, I thought it was a joke. Nope, not a joke. Very true. <laughs> and let's see anything else. <sighs> so this one here I thought was um, a very random one. Number three on the list. Um, someone writes, this is, uh, I discovered that my boyfriend doesn't clip or file his nails. He just rips them off with his fingers. I'm trying to figure out how that's possible. It is, but it's not what you'd want. I mean, your nails are like, like nice and neat. Like it would tear under the nail, like get the meat part. Like how do you start lifting to where? To where it meets it, that edge. Yeah, that's yeah. You break out like, with him. He's barbaric. <laughs> He's one of those. He puts the lotion that's on the skin straight to the breakup. Yes. Really. Because if you're okay with just ripping your fingernails off, that means that you're cool with pain and you like pain. It doesn't bother you. But some couples love pain. Not that I know. But I'm just saying some no. couples love pain. Some pain, like, ooh, spank me. That's <laughs> okay pain. But yeah. ripping your fingernails off to the meat, you know how it is when you, you little hangnail, you, it bothers oh you all God, day. Oh, my God, I've got one now. Exactly. So you tell me you're okay with that? You, do, you voluntarily do that shit? He's a psycho. Break up with him. Run away. 
my God. I, I, I don't know about straight to the breakup. I mean, you've probably got a lot. I would say lump that in there with a few other things. But okay. just not that by itself, I don't think, is breakup worthy. Like maybe if he, you know, if he does other nasty stuff. Like, because that's not exactly, you know, good hygiene. You're ripping your damn nails off, you know, with your bare finger. You know, if he does other unhygienic things, then I would say, okay, there's a pattern of it. There's a consistency to it. Then maybe look into, you know, cutting his ass loose. Mm-mm. That's some crazy psycho shit. <laughs> Let him go. I like this one. Um, the one that says, after 10 years together, I just discovered that my husband hums an abnormal amount. It was kind of cute three or four weeks ago, but now it's so obnoxious that I have to sit outside to get away from it and it stops myself from throwing something at him. I can see that. I'm like, oh, he whistles. Like, you know, people are like, oh, it's so cool that you whistle or you hum. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear that little song. But now that I'm hearing this fucking song all goddamn day, seven days a week, shut the hell up before I smother you with the pillow. Now, she didn't say that it was the same song all the time, just that he hums. Just the hums. Yeah, it's more still a than an average Consistent person. noise. I mean, he's like your own personal white noise machine. No, I'm going to smother you with the pillow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so far, we figured out things that would make you either smother someone or break up with them. Yes. Don't annoy me. Okay. What about the next one here? Number nine. I learned during the quarantine that my fiance thinks people say waffly wedded wife in their wedding vows instead of lawfully wedded. I can understand that. <laughs> what is she? Elmer Fudd? <laughs> Some people speak too fast. Waffly wedded wife. <laughs> like, it's like that word. It's, is it mind boggling or my bottling? Mind boggling. Okay, but you know, for a good little minute, somebody might have thought it was mind bottling because it's trapped in my <laughs> mind like a bottle. <laughs> okay, this is what happens when people don't enunciate. It's not my fault. That's a new one. I've never heard that in my life. Mind bottling. Okay, mind bottling. Mind okay, bottling. I got to make a note to myself to cut that little piece out as a demo for this show (laughs) man that was a good one i think the last one is something that i could be like what the fuck which one's that and i found out my boyfriend who was 35 years old has never played checkers what What do you mean what never played checkers that's like such an elementary basic game it's like go fish red rover red rover yeah what do you mean you never play checkers? How do you not play checkers? Everybody knows how to play checkers. That's like exactly. a that's a thing. I used to play Mario checkers on the school computers all the time. Wow. That's fancy. At that point, I felt like I need to go buy a checkerboard and like show him. So you want to know how much of a dork I was with checkers back in the day? Oh god. Not that it'll surprise you, but I had a pocket-sized checker kit that I would always carry around with me because I loved checkers that much as a kid. Yes, it was foldable. So it folded into a mini checkerboard and then it came with the little red and black pieces, very small, very tiny, obviously because the board was small. 
but it was pocket size. So you could literally put it in a pocket or a purse, whatever. And it was just, it was just there to play checkers with. So when somebody was bullying you, you're like, I want to play checkers. You want to play checkers? (laughs) Hey, Mr. Bully guy. Yeah. I'm going to beat you in checkers, man. Yeah. Okay. No, I I, I did not do that at all. That would just, yeah. Anybody, if anybody told me that they didn't play checkers or never played checkers, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely out there um, with most of these other ones. There's one more here that I wanted to. <laughs> this is from a wife's perspective, number 11. I discovered that my husband looks great in leggings. He normally only wears them at the gym, but since he's been working out at home, I get a great view of that ass. Yeah. I can attest to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's, what's another one here real quick? Uh, number 12. Okay, this one. I hear this all the time, and it gets on my nerves. Number 12. My husband pronounces the L in salmon. Or salmon, I guess. Salmon. No, it, it is not. It's, it's salmon. That. Yes, it is very much salmon. And if you pronounce the L in that word, you deserve a good slap to your face. So, okay, I'm about to be really nerdy here. Two things. Okay. First and foremost, what are the English rules to where you don't pronounce the L? I'm not saying that you know them, just a rhetorical question. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. And I mean, I guess it depends on the origin of the word, where it came from. Um, right, okay, okay. Yeah. And then two... Who who's to say that they're not saying it right? And I've had this conversation with one of my friends. I'm like, who made you king of all words and say that your pronunciation is the right pronunciation? And and, and that's a very valid point too. Um, you know, different regions have different ways of saying things, different dialects, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm definitely no etymologist, but um I do pride myself on having taken voice and diction classes. And um, so let me ask you this. Okay. You know, that animal with the, with the black and the white stripes that lives in Africa. Zebra. Okay. Debra. Debra. Debra is spelled the same way as zebra. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Why don't we say zebra? I was going to (laughs) say. Why don't we say zebra? Hmm? I, I, I'm not an entomologist. I don't know that. Why don't we say zebra? But if you actually Google the pronunciation of zebra, it actually pronounces it zebra. Really? I think it's like the British way, but still. Well, yeah, you got British Google going on there. Like, that's why. And, you know, from watching uh, MasterChef, oh, Gordon Ramsay says it's not pronounced uh, basil it's pronounced basil i have per- i've have, i have heard that pronounced both ways my parents say it basil um i say basil um and i think the reason they do is because they grew up learning british english so the brits apparently say a bunch of things differently um than mainland americans so I, I will I will say that that is for sure both ways because I've definitely heard it both ways, but I've never heard zebra. 
but we say Debra, Debra. I mean, we can we can start calling her Debra. <laughs> Debra. Yo, Debra was like, Yo, Debra with the hair. That's so. That's that's all I want to say. <laughs> well, because we don't know the rules to English. Like, let's be honest. No, I mean the average person Besides, has like, no idea. I before E except after C. Bitch, what? Which I understand now. <laughs> now, <laughs> like like yesterday. <laughs> no, just. In, so I got a little bit older. And I'm on the Wikipedia for zebra, and it does show both pronunciations, zebra and zebra. I've just personally never heard zebra ever. So, zebra. So, so, But you can say zebra if you want. You can teach your daughter to say zebra. No, because then she's going to make fun of. They're like, zebra, stupid. No, like, she can point to Wikipedia, and then she can show them zebra's right there. Yeah, but even when you show people facts, they're like, yeah. it don't matter. <laughs> Facts don't matter these days, especially in this country. That's all fake news. <laughs> it's fake CNN. What are you talking about? <laughs> fake CNN. It's not even the real CNN. But yeah, I mean, that, and that's one of the complications of the English language. You know, people from other countries wanting to learn English. There are so many versions of English that it just throws people for a loop. You know, they, they learn the British way then they come to America or they learn the French Canadian way and then they're laughed at for having color with a U in it, you know? Oh yeah. Color. color exactly. Color, flavor, whatever. Flavor. Exactly. You know, I, whenever I do make the treks up to Canada to see family, that is, um, you know, I, I notice the differences, but there's no difference in how they're said, you know, flavor and flavor. It's still the same. It just has the extra U in it. I, I say flavor. <laughs> You make like sure velour. to pronounce the. <laughs> it's like velour. velour. One of my favorite makeup brands spells it that way. Color pop. So color. So, so when you to go to the pop. store, you ask for that. Oh no, I don't ask for nothing. I just find it myself because I don't <laughs> like talking to people. <laughs> and yet you're in customer service. Exactly. So I understand. Don't bother me. <laughs> I know what I want. I know where to find it. I'm going to get. Just leave it. me alone. If you're going to follow me around the store so you don't think I'm stealing, that's fine, but do it from a distance. I don't think they should have to be worried about you. You're like two foot two. But I'm brown. With the catch radius of like a potato. Wow. <laughs> that hurt. Okay. Really? After all the stuff I've gotten. You tonight, know I had a baby hurt. recently, okay? That was like a year, over a year ago. Okay, and you've been fat for 32 years. What's your <laughs> excuse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Week four is where it all comes out. The gloves are off. The gloves are off, and I'm just getting bitch slapped left and right. Man. I hope all the ladies... Come after him. Why are you sicking people on no, me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't said anything. I haven't done anything. Just called me a potato. Yeah, that was to you. I'm done with this. <laughs> um, potato? I can't call her potato potato. Potato potato. But yet, I can get bitch slapped left and right. Apparently, being fat my entire life. Coming <laughs> out of the womb at 100 pounds. <laughs> Good night. Oh, damn, that's funny. Fuck. 
coming out of the womb looking like a goddamn Ninja Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. But I can't remember what we were talking about. Oh, Calor. Calor, Valor, Flavor. Flavor. (sighs) But, um... It's weird, too, going up to Canada. Have you ever been to Canada? No. No? So I got a ton of family in Toronto and some of the surrounding suburbs. There's street signs on the highway, or their highway signs, rather, are both English and French. Mm-hmm. Half English, half French. So you, you, you're driving and you see the different directions, like, um, what is it? I think east is est, so E-S-T. Oh, okay. Uh, south is Sud, S-U-D. North is Nord, N-O-R-D. But mm-hmm. West is like O-U-E-S-T. So it's like East, but like O and U at the beginning of it. And I can never figure out how to pronounce it. So one, I remember one time <laughs> I was driving with my uncle in his car up there. And I asked him, how do you say... Uh, the French version of West, and he's like, I have no idea. And and, and I'm just like, Oost? Oost? <laughs> and he looks at me and starts laughing. He's like, no, that's definitely not it. But I've never, tr- I've, never, I've never tried to hear the correct pronunciation of it. Have, have, let's see if, if I can get my computer to pronounce it for me. Let's see if I can make this work. Oh, Canada. Oh, it's just, it's pretty much saying the word west with an o at the beginning so west west yeah that's that's how it says it here oh. I, I know people can't hear it but yeah what? it's just west yeah oh that was anticlimactic dang i was expecting this i was expecting west <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the american way of french i guess Yes. We. We. Oh yeah. Speaking of French, weren't you learning French like two weeks ago? Okay, I was. So what had happened was, Mm -hmm. I went back to work and I don't have time anymore. (laughs) I'm just gonna be real. I took one lesson. Rosetta, thank you for the free lesson. But le homme, la famille, lemon, and no, I did not say lemon. I don't even know what I just said. I was going to say, you, could you translate? Le homme is the man. Okay. Because, you know, they don't pronounce their H's kind of like Spanish. True. Le femme. I think that either is, oh, no, that's the lady. Yeah, I was going to say. La felie is the girl. Okay. That's it. That's all you got for me. <laughs> that's all we've got this portion of the program brought to you by rosetta stone thank you shout out to rosetta stone i did sign up for another because sprint rewards me has like a a free course you can take from shaw academy okay and i actually signed up for the excel one because i need to like fully learn excel mm. and i was about to go spend thank goodness i didn't like three hundred dollars on an excel course because i wanted these money you see how the company works is they're not trying to spend any money on me at least. I mean, they put other people who are no longer with the company through Excel courses. I mean, they can definitely put you through it. Other white people. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're not wrong. I was about to make an expensive mistake, 
Whoa, whoa. Free course. There you go. Two Courtesy of Smart Awards Me. And I get a little certificate at the end. So I'll be certified. So is that like an official certification or is it just a fancy, like nothing? We'll see. I'll let you know in four weeks. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to say, Julia participated in the Excel course. Hopefully you, hopefully that's an actual certification. Cause that's really good to put on your resume. Is that? Oh, I'm going to put it on there regardless whether it's true or not. But what, like, let's say you use it for a future job. They're going to be like, okay, show us your official Excel Microsoft certification. Guess who's a genius at Photoshop? My husband. <laughs> it's not about what you know. It's who you know. Who you and, know. And we're going to lie about the job we want. Lie, cheat, and steal. Exactly. It. That's it. It's the American way. Exactly. <laughs> so, but talking about expensive mistakes. Besides, no, I'm not going to take it there. I've made enough. <laughs> Were you going to take another what? shot at me? No, no, oh. not at all. I was going to say, if that was the case, you just, you might as well just say at this point, you've said everything. <laughs> We're there. No. So BuzzFeed had an article about people making their most expensive mistakes. Okay. And I thought I made some, but good God. So I mean, I could, them- I could say one right now. You're going to think I'm taking shots at you again. I feel like you are, but don't. We're talking about the article. Okay, fine. This actually kind of applies to me. Not because it happened to me, but it could have happened. So it says, I swapped price tags on a video game at Walmart to try to save $20. (gasps) The county filed a civil suit and probation cost me over $4,000. See, that is never worth it. I'd be like, I... Why? <laughs> Why? Because you committed a no-no. But it was just twenty dollars. Like, yeah, I should have let that go. Well, my that is bargain party. bin video game pricing. That is not like new game off the shelf pricing. I feel like Walmart for all the shit that they do, they could have just let that little twenty dollars go. But I know <laughs> say it could have happened to me because I might have switched the price tag or two. You know, got a little clearance item that wasn't on clearance and try to put a sticker on there. It happens. It happens. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. Okay. So my expensive mistake. Mm-hmm. So when I used to go partying, Buckhead, their parking was like $20. Okay. I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for parking. So I would park down the street a little bit more at the SunTrust. SunTrust was completely empty. Okay, cool. I'm going to park my car here. Ain't nobody here. You know, it's not like packed. So I parked it. My friends picked me up from the Centris, and then they would pay for the parking. Ain't no point in paying parking for two cars. I came back from a night of partying, and there was a boot on my car. I was like, why? He was like, well, you know, SunTrust is private parking. And I'm like, well, I'm a SunTrust member. So technically, I can be here. He was like, well, you're supposed to be at the ATM. I looked that man dead in his eye. I said, look, sir, you can either take my little $20 right now and pocket it, or you can charge me the 75 and I'm going to fraud it on my card. You let me know. Oh, my God. Sounds familiar. Yes. So he was like, I have to charge you the 75 I said, okay, you go ahead and do that. Swipe the card. Got on the phone with Wells Fargo back in the day. I would like to report a crime. I do not know where the $75 came from. I never heard of this company. 
and they gave me back my money. Did you do that right in front of the guy? Yes, I did. Wow. Because that's pelotas. <laughs> that's pelotas. They try to call because you know when you run a card somewhere, there's usually like a company name and number. Yeah. So they called the number. Nobody was picking up. Of course, three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Where's this company located?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Alpharetta." And I'm like, "I don't even live in Alpharetta. I live here." The last time I used my car was at the gas station. I think I must have left it. Wow. Well, well, and if you run your card as credit instead of using your pen, then definitely. For any scammers out there, do it once yeah. in a while. <laughs> don't, We're don't do talking to one of them. I'm not a scammer. I just. I haven't done it in in years, even though somebody overseas deserves to get my money back because the conversion rate was not right, but that's neither here nor there. But I was broke. Now I'm okay. I can afford a little $5 here and there. So yes, that was my, I almost got my money back, so I can't say expensive mistakes. I was just going to say you balanced out pretty well. That was pretty quick too, like on the spot. Yes, you he could have just pocketed no twenty dollars and just kept the moving. He's twenty dollars richer. I get my car unbooted. Well, I'm looking through the list here of the article you're talking about. This one caught my interest. Oddly enough, it was submitted by someone whose username was 2001 Toyota Corolla. It says the story of the most expensive fart. My wow. parents were driving, and my dad farted. My mom rolled down the window because it smelled so bad and wanted to air out the car. Well, the window got stuck. It wouldn't roll back up. It cost them about $3,000. At that point, you might as well put a down payment on another fucking car. Yeah. Maybe they did. And then maybe that's what the username is. 2001 Corolla. Come on. Fuck that Corolla. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a good model year. Just saying. (laughs) Don't buy the Corolla. Yeah. Fuck that. Imagine that three thousand for a window that got stuck. I didn't even think it would cost anywhere near that much. Yeah, like what? This one reminds me of something that happened to me a couple of years ago. I left my car unlocked back in 2013, came back and someone opened my car door, stole all my camera, my gear, and my laptop, almost ten thousand dollars in gear gone. Whew. Now, now, real quickly, compare pricing. Camera gear and a laptop gone, and that's about $10,000 of just gear, not counting the laptop. Yet, 3000 to fix a stuck car window. I don't get that. Uh, look, I would have cried. And over just not locking your door, just making one simple mistake. Just, yeah. Something so small. So, like, so back in the day, you know, when I had my little cube, I went on a date with some random, I won't call him random, but, you know, some boy that wasn't worth it. We went to the park, Piedmont Park, and he had his book bag. He was like, oh, I'm going to leave it in your back seat. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Usually, I always put, like, my book bag, my laptop bag either like underneath my seat or like in the trunk with like a jacket or blanket over it. So I forgot to be like, oh, well, just make sure you put it like on the floor. Let's hide it a little bit. Didn't think too much of it because my windows were somewhat tinted. So I'm like, okay, no one's going to see it. (sighs) Came back. 
window was smashed. Mm. His book bag got stolen. My book bag got stolen. And I'm like, this is the stupid, most dumb date I've ever been. I fucking hate you. Fuck you and your book bag. And my book bag didn't have anything in it besides just being an awesome book bag, which was really cute. But it did have a really cute dress in there and my Ray-Bans um, glasses, like to actually see. Yeah. And I have yet to be able to find that exact same model because it's been discontinued. And I loved that, that fucking pair. <laughs> so upset because it, it was like $100 to get my window fixed. Mm. And then to replace my glasses, which like another 120. Exactly. I was like, oh, this is stupid. All for just, you know, not remembering to say, hey, make sure you put your shit on the floor. Wow. And then he still tried to sleep with me afterwards. I was <laughs> like, are you fucking serious right now? My window is busted. I got better things to worry about. He's like, got some duct tape. Okay, well, let's duct tape my car. He got He's like, you still want to come up? You. No, I don't want to come up. My window is busted. Get the fuck out of my face. You know what? Don't ever call me or text me again. Damn. R.I.P., bro. <laughs> Just saying. <sighs> well, you know, we're talking about other things that got some camera gear, laptop. Um, one more on the list before we uh, end up with this, end off with this topic. I put my um, brand new $2,000 camera on top of my car while wrapping up my stuff. Forgot it there. Drove off. Camera falls off my car. Gets crushed by another car. That sucks. Imagine that. You just leave Best Buy with your brand new 2K camera. Put it on top of your car. Put everything else inside your car. Drive off. Camera falls off your car. Car behind you rolls it over. Oh, that would suck. That okay. would hurt my heart so much. Or even it makes me think of people who like strap mattresses on top of their cars. Oh my god! And that shit is like like flying Flailing everywhere in the because wind. if it falls off and it hits somebody, like you are now responsible for all the damages. Yeah. Oh, because you wanted to save the fifty dollars on on delivery. I, I every time I'm behind someone or i see someone with something big strapped to the top of their car suv whatever the case i have to either go around them or just stay in some other lane i, I cannot yeah. be right behind them i don't what was that movie final destination Final destination with the log yep Whew. you see those logger trucks on the interstate forget it because that is my luck right there switch lanes exactly but some of these, uh, some of these eighteen wheelers on the road, they're they're not much better. Yeah. They're gonna have you feeling like you're about to die real quick. One eight hundred Ken Nugent. Four one one pain. Got these on standby, ready. Ready. They be having some dope songs. Call oh, boy yeah. one 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 pain. Oh man, yeah, being in radio, learning to, you know, having to record those commercials can be some of the coolest, coolest thing. And uh, you make so much money, man. If anybody would like a jingle, please let me know. I am available. If anyone needs voiceover work, you, your boy right here can make it happen for you. Yep, let us know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm looking into starting to do voice work. So, 
make some extra money on the side. Hmm. We broke. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Oh, man, we both got steady, regular jobs, knock on wood. So hopefully that keeps it going. But that about rounds us out for this week's edition of the program. Anything you want to say before I wrap us up and get us on out of here? My name is Jojo, and this was my TED Talk. (laughs) Why did you have to say it all Asian-like? I wasn't trying to say it. Was that Asian? It sounded quite Asian. It sounded like like you had just finished eating a bat. What? Whoa. And about Whoa. to start spreading I'm not associated with that comment. <laughs> that had nothing to do with me. That is not part. Mm-mm. That is say what? Which is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> she left the show. Juju's like, yeah. <laughs> That's our new spinoff podcast, which you yeah. can find starting next week. No, I'm kidding. Going solo. <laughs> Breaking out on her own. But that about does it for this week's edition of the show. I want to thank each and every one of you out there in podcast land for downloading and listening to the show. Just a couple of reminders real quick. You can find us on anchor.fm slash say what show. That is our podcast uh, radio network. You can also find us on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts. Just search for the show name. We will pop up, hit the subscribe button, and also be sure to share us with your friends, family, whoever else you think may be interested in our program. And we will be sure to be back next Wednesday as we kick off the month of May. Almost halfway through the year. This year can't be over soon enough. Just it's saying. gonna be May. <laughs> you heard it from JT there himself. <laughs> but that about does it for us. We're out of here. See you next month. This is Say What with Mike and MJ.